0: Hello and welcome to Matchup the, uh, Plus Plus, the six plus show that teaches you matchups. That's right. And how to do very awkward intros because that's how that's just how we roll here. That's all right. You got to. That's what we're about. Yeah. Um, so this week I am joined by Tom, as as you can all see very nicely there, Hello. Tom. Tom's beautiful face. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to be ta- uh, talking. Um, this week about orcs, death guard, and adeptus sororitas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as we usually do, let's uh, let's just get straight into it. Um, and uh, just no, this is this is the, this is one of those moments where you just don't understand how um, uh, streaming works, right? There we go. I got it in the end. Right, cool. <laughs>
1: we are cooking. Paint things am... what a surprise.
0: So professional. Right, okay. So, uh as I said, talking about orcs, death god, and death of Sororitas, we're gonna start off with orcs today. Wow. Um, so orcs uh, performs best against. Oh, um, just for the clarification as well, these stats are taken uh, with not this last weekend taken into context. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're one week out of date. is just limitations on when you can make spreadsheets and such. It's just how <laughs> how that goes sometimes. Um, so uh, yeah, orcs. Um, their best matchup uh, best matchups. Uh, we got necrons. Uh, we got uh 59 we've got astra militarum at 60 percent and we have got tyranids at 54 hmm.
1: uh
0: then perform worst against death guard 23 percent wow um space marines 40 percent and custodies 25 percent now hmm. orcs are a pretty popular faction of five percent play rate um so most of these games even like the like the death guard one here we've got is that's like 40 games played so that's not like a outlier stat no. Just to, to clarify, but yeah, the overall win rate is forty eight percent, and they have two event wins. Uh, what do you think, Tom? What's your initial reaction to that I one? Th- I think there's a
1: lot of stuff here that makes sense. I think we know orcs are a sort of high tempo, get in your face kind of army and they have a lot of volume of attacks, which is going to go through Necrons and is also going to mean Necrons get bodied off the bits of the board they want to be on. Um, they can obviously stage very aggressively in transports and then they've got good reach, um, which I think would do for Astra Militarum in terms of just getting all over them very quickly and, and jumping out and, and bodying them. And Tyranids obviously, yeah, are a very fragile, often lots of bodies for Tyranids um, and they'll just get just get run over by sheer, sheer volume. I think there's a running theme with two, and indeed the two worst, worst against, where Custodians and Death Guard are armies that love something that's going to run at them, right? They they both love they both love that. They both they both pack a lot of fight phase control, a lot of debuffing. They have access to minus one damage in combat, which hurts orcs a lot. Um, so both those armies have the ideal toolkit for messing up orcs, and also the fact that orcs want to run at them um, really serves them up and gives them the kind of opportunities in the game that those two armies tend to want. Space Marines, it's just sheer volume of fire and I think good artillery. Space Marines have always been very good at de and then just blasting Orcs off the board. And obviously Orcs really hate anything with a 2-up save and access to minus 1 damage or minus 1 AP because that really hurts their output. Um, So Space Marines have that as well. So I I think the matchups looks very much as you would expect um, from where I'm standing
0: yeah i mean they're good against the factions that don't like it when people are close to them and they're <laughs> yeah. bad against the factions that do like it when people yeah. are close to them because that's so, what Oaks are going to do
1: right they're going to get yeah. close to you like it's it's not an it was we'll get into it but it's not an index that packs incredible shooting um its main strength is in occupying space and taking up the board and that's always kind of what orcs like to do
0: yeah it's a very uh it's very uh, honest index yeah. i think one, one of yeah. the more honest ones mm-hmm. um so yeah, uh, let's let's just move on to the next next one we got here. Um, so the most wanted for Um So we've got uh, Badrock and the Flash Yeah. So we've got three shots each base, but plus one if you shoot the closest thing. So mm. normally four. Um, strength six, AP one, damage two, a sustained one. Does hit on fives, uh, but you get full rerolls to hit from Badrock. Yes, you do. Uh, once per game, we can give them lethal hits as well, mm. and you have a six-inch minus one toughness. Um, aura from badruck yeah. and you can whack all these in a truck and just have i'm pretty sure it's firing uh firing deck 10 on a truck it or is something. yeah
1: so you can have them shooting out
0: of a truck yeah you can just have them all shoot out of a truck um i mean the firepower can come out of them is ludicrous um yeah. it is it's the only thing it's the yeah it is the only thing that has one shot a ghost kill ever for me <laughs> um and a lot of things have tried but it's the mm. only thing that's ever actually managed to just straight up kill the thing yeah um but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a
1: very good overwatch threat, too, right? It's a really nasty overwatch threat.
0: Yeah, exactly. It really brings something that the orcs don't otherwise have, which mm. is a way to kill stuff not in melee. Which, yeah. there is a big difference between, you know, killing stuff through a charge and killing stuff at range. Is yeah. it, 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 You may think it's, you know, uh, just, just more than one inch difference, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, it is actually a big, um, change in in your what your ability what you're able to do. Yeah. Um just stuff like Demaking and and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly
1: um, that. It's, and it's also worth saying this is a unit that actually has I think three attacks per guy in combat as well. Like they fight pretty well. They're not bad in melee either. Like yeah, so the minus one toughness they can, benefit. They, like, they can yeah. get stuck in in combat if they need to. Um, so they're they're flexible. They'll roll up a side and lock it down with Overwatch and just bully lighter targets. And again, the kinds of things they struggle into, as you can see from the profile, is minus one damage and or minus one AP. That's when they suddenly drop off in terms of efficiency. Um, otherwise incredibly versatile
0: yeah um so next up we got the swig hog boys uh so they get a T- the t7 and the 5 plus phenomenal Pain as standard and three runes yeah. um and then obviously if you, you call the war mm-hmm. that gives army wide 5 plus inv- uh, invulnerable save yeah uh, and they have the artist' nail strap for minus 1 to wound yeah that like makes them so hard Yeah. so 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 hard <laughs> to put down um yeah. like they will just tank so much stuff and then a couple of them will live and make your life a, a living hell. Um, especially if you are a, a monster or a vehicle. Um, crisis suits say hello. I um, <laughs> hate that unit. With a they
1: really do, yeah. It's ideal for ruining cyclics, isn't it? Yeah.
0: But again, this is all AP0, AP1 stuff, right? <laughs> that's going to be a running theme. That is um,
1: most of their output, isn't it? Squidward Boys are fast and chewy. Um, this uh, this book can put a lot of Fiono pains on the board. And being able to, as you say, being able to just pop that minus one to wound in the right place at the right time can just completely ruin the shooting of a, of a on a flank somewhere and roll
0: through. Yeah. And we go back to the win rates. We look at the ones they're good against. Custodies, Space Marines, and... Uh, sorry, they're, they're bad against. Yeah. Custodies, Death <laughs> Guard, Space Marines, uh, all fronting up, two-up armor saves, armor yeah. contempt equivalent yeah. like out the wazoo. Exactly. And then you look at Tyranids, Ashramilitarum, Militarum, and Necrons, and they do not have that. So. Yeah. As soon as you're hitting lower armor saves, they will just go right through it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the last one worth uh, bringing up is the uh, Nobs of the Warboss. Um, yes. Yeah, such a good unit. <laughs> they have the cover Coveted Minus One to Wound. That's not the if-higher-toughness Minus One to Wound thing that a lot of units oh, nice. have. They have the better version. It's just a flat Minus One to Wound, as long as there's a Warboss in the unit um it's a lot of high strength attacks for very very little points i believe it's three strength nine ap1 damage two each um
1: yes i think it's ap2 i think you can have them
0: all with power claws right I yeah like i was what... thinking of power claw but um
1: yeah yeah i think i think so so it's as you say it's a lot and it obviously strength 10 in the war on the charge as well which yeah. gets
0: them to a really important break point for bodying vehicles yeah and you're looking at sustained hits because of the uh, um detachment rule yeah detachment exactly rule. that exactly, and that. then you can make that on five so the stratagem, you can just get so many more attacks than you think they're going to have, yeah, they
1: got a points drop in the last balance pass, and I think that makes them a really punchy, powerful unit,
0: mm, yeah, and then the war boss himself is uh, very strong in the world, so great. Gets, yeah, he gets double attacks, so he's like eight attacks at strength ten, yeah so i think I think. Like
1: that to combo with the knobs and the bad ruck and the flash kits that we've shouted out, we've got to give the truck a shout
0: out, right? Yes. The, hu- the, truck, the humble the... orc truck. <laughs> yeah. The, I didn't want to put the truck on here. Cause even though it is our most wanted, it's like, what's a truck in it? Like,
1: yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's, it, ultimately it's these, these things are why you'd bother having them, but it's, yeah. you know, orc lists often have three to four, maybe even more trucks in them. They're cheap. They're quite durable and you can just get up the board and get these things to where they want to be for their go turn.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's just it is just a metal box that um, prevents them from getting hit straight away. But uh, yeah. Um, So at that point, uh, we've got the next slide. So wait and see if Tom is alive. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll wait a second on that. Hopefully Tom returns. but in the meantime, I'll go through the uh, making the list uh, section here. Um, so this was from uh, one of the top player, Orc players in the uh, in the UK um, as of this week. So um, you've got Captain Badrug. We've got Ma- Mosrog. Mosrog Scrasbad, I think he's called. Uh, a knob on, two knobs on Smasher Squigs. One with Headwopper Kill Chopper and one with Cunningham Brutal. The Kill Chopper is your standard plus one attack or damage or you know that kind of mix. Um, and then the um, the Cunning But Brutal allows you to fall back and charge, or fall back and shoot and charge, I think it might be. Um, it's just a lot of extra added utility. Um, you got three war bosses just on their own. They're in three units of knobs. Um, you've got three trucks for things to sit in. Uh, we've got 10 flash kits for Captain Bagrat to join. Three units of Gretchen for objective stuff and CP generation. Three units of... Oh, thank you, Payne Kill so Killshopper is devruns. Um, uh, you're absolutely right. Um, and then uh, two units of five Boys so for more objective stuff. Um, so the way these kind of lists tend to play out, I'll just quickly cover that while we wait for Tom to return, um, is uh, you have the hog boys. We have the knobs, uh, We have Mosrog, We have the, um, trucks full of, um, the trucks full of the trucks full of Nobs and the the flash kits. They're kind of like putting a lot of pressure on the board, um, moving forward, threatening long charges, or in the case of Captain Badrock's unit, a lot of shooting. Um, meanwhile, the Gretchen can move up, and they can. Do mission play stuff and then storm boys can come down and again come in your deployment zone, do mission play stuff, and just be a general annoyance. Um, but, uh, you can see a lot of the, the common elements there that we've been talking about before. Um, so, we got the you know the flash gates, the knobs, quick hog boys, they're going to make they are consistent um, uh, appearances in the old, uh, in the old book because um one thing the orc index doesn't have going for it as a general rule we're talking to some more players is a lot of internal balance um so there's kind of a very uh, a very short list of units that you'll tend to see over and over again um and the there's a lot of uh, like spamming triplicates of things here so uh that seems to be the case um and then lastly oh uh lastly we've got um the uh to and traps here. So let's see if we can get Tom back in. There we go. Um so um beware the war. That's a good thing to, to say. Um this start it's put in it's activated at the start of a battle round. So if you go if the orcs player goes second has to say at the start of the person who went first battle round. Um then gives the whole army five plus invertible save real painful to deal with, as well as advancing in charge. That's, um, again, it's just massively increasing the threat range on the go turn for the orcs. Um, so a really good thing to uh, try and do is to limit the impact of the, the go turn for the orcs, right? You want to make it so that they can't just send everything at you on that wire turn, because that's when you're going to start to have a lot of problems um, with them uh, just uh, Charging a whole army off with multiple units of knobs and squid hog boys and whatever else. Um, as we said um, before, orcs can struggle into high armor units, so things like armor of contempt, two plus armor save stuff um, against um, badrich unit. If you're sitting in cover, that can help a lot. Um, if you're aggressing into the orcs. Um, you need to make sure you take into account the likes of Arda's Nails um, that's a really strong uh, stratagem um, but they also have um, a fight on death you need to take it into account as well those are the kind of strats that the player can just pull out of a, pull out of his sleeve and, and just uh, kind of uh, catch you out with um, and make things go kind of bad for you um, switch it flip a turn or flip an objective or whatever else um, and then lastly, the um, threat range of the wire. Again, we're just going back to the wire again. Um, the, uh, the threat range of the wire is, is really long because if you, if you park your truck up against the wall, you can get out three inches from it. So get out from the other side of the wall. So that's three inches. You can move six, say, for not I think it's, it's for knobs. You can move forward six. Um, so that's nine inches you've gone. Your D six inches. So you can go up to another six when you're advance. Looking at 15 inches, then you can charge. So you can threaten up to another 12 inches away. That's, you know, that's a very long distance. You're, uh, you're going there with the old, um, with the old, uh, <clears throat> with the old orcs. So, um, I'm just going to give it 30 seconds. We are going to the next. Uh, we have gone to the next faction and see if we can um, pull Tom back in. So bear me just a second. Alright, we're doing it live. This is this is the this is what can happen when you do when you do uh live shows, live streams, I guess. We're just gonna have to roll with it. Okay. So, um the next faction uh we're gonna be looking at oh we have got confirmation Tom is on his way. Don't worry people, you won't have to perm with me for too much longer. Right. The next faction we're gonna be talking about is Death Guard. So they have an overall win rate of fifty one percent. A play rate of five percent and an event win rate of six uh, six uh, events. Um, is he back? He's oh. Oh, hello hello blank.
1: the internet's great isn't it love the internet especially it just decides to not be there anymore cool right so we're gonna well, get up to you, jack <laughs> um
0: i was actually i actually kept going um without you there tom uh, I, was... I don't blame you at
1: all that was the right <laughs> thing to do <laughs> um,
0: but is there anything else you want to mention about orcs um i kind of went through um the common Sort of tips and tricks, as well as the common lists that uh, yeah, always come out th- with. But
1: I think be wearing the War, as you say, Ard of the nails as nails, as a thing on the board that can can swing things. And I think. They're, they're one of those armies where I think in terms of your overall gameplay, they are going to dominate a good portion of the board for a good chunk of the game. So you need a game plan that recognizes that and can deal with that. I think they're one of those armies where fixed secondaries can be very dangerous if you're because you may not get to the mid board for a couple of turns. Um, so things like cleanse, homers, etc. You might just be too busy fighting for your life. Um so if you if they if a particular Orculus gives up kill secondaries, that's great, but otherwise I think probably cards and and shoot shoot and fight your way out. I think those are those are the big things. And as we've already discussed, just remembering that they really don't like minus one AP, they really don't like minus one damage. And they also hate fight first, so wherever you can apply that, um, I think that's that's a big deal. And also remembering that they they have two CP full fight on death, so trading with orcs very dangerous game. Be very careful uh, when you're when you're trying to do that. Keep a very close eye on their CP count. Those would be my main tips.
0: Yeah, I've definitely fallen foul to the uh, picking. Fix secondaries against orcs. Yeah, so it's yeah. not. It's not ideal. Yeah, it's a bit Assassin- like world
1: eaters. You just know they want two thirds of the board for the first half yeah. of the game. So you you have to assume that's what they'll get. Sure, sometimes you go first and they don't get there, but a lot of the time they will. Assassination can be solid. It absolutely um, can. They are but- one of those armies that does give it up, um, yeah. depending on the build, and bring it down. Obviously, depending on the build as well.
0: Yeah, but the traditional Homer's cleanse. Um, yeah. Or behind enemy lines is yeah, not they're, necessarily They're just not going to go.
1: not gonna give you that kind of time. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Um. So let's let's move on to Death Guard then. Wonderful, Smelly Boys. My first 40k army, Death
0: Guard. Sorry, Death Guard. You're a Death Guard man. Um. Guard so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so uh, as we said, as so we got a uh, overall win rate of 51%, play rate of five percent, and Very event healthy. win rate of six, on which up. interestingly Ooh. enough is the highest number of event wins of any faction other than Chaos Space Marines and Eldar.
1: Very good.
0: Um, so, and um, by, by a mo- by a noticeable margin as well. Mm. Um, so they perform best against orcs, as we've already discussed, yep. um, world eaters and yep. tyranids Yeah. Um, and then they perform worst against uh necrons for 46%. That's okay. Okay. We've yeah. got a dark angels 35% and chaos mm. knights at 46%. Okay. Um, so the ones that this stood out to me—I mean, the, the perform best against—makes a lot of sense. We've already talked about the orcs, yeah. world eaters. We talked about on the world Eaters section. A thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want, if you get close to Death Guard, that's what they want. That's what they want yeah. from you. And yeah. I see Death Guard does have access to a lot of fight first. Yeah. Um, with the putrid blight spawn, I think it's called yeah. foul blight spawn. That's right. Yeah. spawn. There we yep. go. So, so many adjectives. Yeah, I know. In, so in many, many smelly Guard, boys in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they have access to a of fight first. It makes things very difficult for the world eaters. Um, mm-hmm. so, and and uh, Tyranids, well, almost every other weapon in Death Guard is um, an anti-infantry gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so all those sort of mass gargoyle lists, because the, they have a lot of flamers and stuff like that, all, all those kind of lists, um, kind of, uh, they're very strong. It's They're very good at dealing with large amounts of infantry, um, mm-hmm. which not a lot of armies are. So it kind of makes sense for Tyranids to... Struggle against that because that's kind yeah. of like what they prey on. They kind of their niche. Completely. Um, we talked about before. The perform worst against is a really interesting list. Um, yeah.
1: So I think I think for Necrons, I guess the probably the killer thing is that Death Guard don't have one single kill God activation in their locker. Right. They don't have that yeah. kind of pick up a whole brick of something. Um, so they might be a little bit vulnerable to getting bogged down um, and drowned a little bit by Necrons. I
0: mean, the best combat unit is 15 attacks right yeah
1: exactly that so so so, and so i think that that's potentially what's happening there obviously it's not it's still not a massive difference you know 46 isn't disastrous um dark angels that's an interesting one i mean i can only assume it's deathwing knights doing the lord's work right and just just running things over and being too too hard to shift with the minus one damage minus one ap but i don't know
0: for sure um, yeah, as a general rule, I think um, Death Guard perform quite well against stuff with high armor, with yeah. because of the uh, minus one save disease. Yeah, um, is really really strong.
1: Mm. Um,
0: because uh, yeah, if if you if you put on a Terminator and you and you put into a three plus save, you can have all the cover in the world, he's still not saving oh, yeah. on a two plus For anymore, sure. right? For sure. Which makes so. this
1: interesting, really. Thinking why why exactly. dark do do body them so hard? Exactly. Um, and then Chaos Knights. I mean, it's just I think a lot of these Death Guard lists go very heavy on vehicles, and Chaos Knights just absolutely rinse vehicles with good melter and carnivores and other things. Yeah, very uh,
0: low model count armies as well. I think yeah. I tend to find like the um the are only like three dudes. Um, the uh, uh, what are they called? The Blight Launcher, the indirect pieces. Yes, uh, Plague Burst crawler. Plague Burst crawlers. There we go. Yeah. It's lovely, on the next slide. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yeah, the playblast crawlers obviously die very quickly to melters and stuff mm. like that. So um, it all makes perfect sense uh, to me. I yeah. did get a, I did get a couple of games of Death Guard in to sort of learn how the army works before we did this one. So yeah, um, they're they're good. They're in an interesting spot right now. I think their toolkit has come into vogue just because
1: of the way the meta has has evolved. Mm. I think a lot of a lot of pressury, angry, up in your face armies have come to the fore, which in turn Death Guard as the kind of counter to that uh, are now sort of rising up as well.
0: Alright, um, so Most Wanted. Oh, some, uh, great units. some great units. We've got the uh, Biologist Putrefire. Um So his thing, he, he joins Plague Marines, he gives them lethal hits and critical fives. Mm-hmm. Um, he can use a grenade strat for free, even if another unit's already used it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gives the unit access to an assault weapon, because his grenades have assault. So you yep. can advance and do stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's all very useful. Um, he's just uh, a really this solid... Yeah. This this critical fives is for everything, so if you use the strat for sustained hits, then that will proc on fives as well. Yeah. Um so it's all really strong. Yeah, really. have um, got Plague Marines. Um so <laughs> I don't know if anyone's actually attempted to build a Death Guard list. You can just give every single Plague Marine a special weapon. I don't know if you, you know that.
1: Yeah, that's what the kit the kit comes with a ton of <laughs> nasty weapons, right? And it was always a bit silly, but actually it adds up, especially in this world of free war gear. Plague Marines yeah. are absolutely armed to the teeth with, with stuff.
0: Yeah, because you can have two with... um Sorry, you can have four with close combat weapons yeah. and then two with a heavy weapon and two with a special weapon, I think is how it's like meant That's to right. be. Yeah, so yeah. it's like designed. Yeah. Um, but then you can also give the champion a close combat weapon and a special weapon. Um, so they just all get stuff. It's, yeah. it's pretty funny. Oh, really um, but uh, yeah, they also, as I say this they, they synergize super well with the characters and the strats. The biologist Putrefire, the foul blight spawn. Yeah. Um, you know that any number of the power armored characters. I think that's like what five <laughs> different yeah, ones or something a, like yeah. that. Um, they all synergize super well. Um, the foul uh, blight
1: spawn combo is great here, right? Because if you want to go and trade with a little a small combat unit into Plague Marines, they're going to hit you first, and then that's that's going to take a huge dent out of you.
0: Yeah, and you also have the fact that you can have multiple leader units attached to Plague Marines. Yeah. Um, so you can, again, get additional synergies there, um, like combine them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for, so they're greater than the sum of their parts. Um, they are probably the best damage dealer in the book by virtue of how many special weapons they can get. and the, yeah, the for, for their point, buffs.
1: they're incredibly cheap. And yeah, just an all-star, OC2, good fighters, combo up well with the characters, and you can just chuck them forward some rhinos. So they're really yeah. nice.
0: What you're generally looking at, the combo, is... Um, ten plague plaguerings and five of them will have uh, great plague weapons just three attacks strength eight ap two damage two yeah pretty sure that's what it is yeah um and then uh so they're all hitting on fours but with uh, lethal and sustained on fives because you'll use the stratagem Mm -hmm. and it's sustained two if you're on the um uh on an infected objective yeah Uh, so they just do an absolutely ludicrous number of hits um for what they are considering it's just like five guys with like play play marines um so yeah they will just chunk stuff um, and they do very much punch up on their points um so that you know they've got additional additional hit strats they've got additional um ap strats um so you know they can definitely um do a lot of work there exactly exactly uh and then lastly we have the play burst crawler um it's indirect piece it uh has quite a nice little rule with forces indirect uh, forces battleshot tests on things that it hits with its main weapon. That's right. Um which is when you have three of them and you just like well you can take three battleshot tests. Even a leadership six unit is like odds yeah. on to fail that. Yeah. Um so that's pretty solid, especially if you're playing against something that's gonna pop a really strong um stratagem that's gonna screw over your yep. plague marines in combat, like exactly custodies or orcs. Um and it can
1: also help with primary
0: play, right? Needing to flip an objective at a key moment. Exactly. Yes, um, and with the way that the um, the book works with infected objectives, sticky objectives, that is really important. Mm. Um, and then it's just hard to get rid of. Um, yeah, they're tanky. It, they're tough. It, yeah, it's a battle tank. It's toughness ten with a two plus armor save and, and twelve wounds, I think it is. It's just like a little bit, like it's like one or two wounds more, like a point of toughness more like you think it should be. It's just really good. Um yeah. it's just a really solid weapon. And typically um, for the points. with
1: these kinds of lists, you're having to make hard choices because you've got angry melee boys up front and then you've got those shelling you and they'll and it's just always difficult to decide am I gonna try and clear the tanks and the heavy shooting or am I gonna be able to deal with the guys in front? And it just saturates you in very tough bodies. It just adds another damage profile, doesn't it? The, yeah, um, it does. And, and as we've seen, you know, good indirect just gives you so much play in the in this current game. Being able to put a punch on a timer, being able to whittle things away, and battle
0: shocking things is obviously extremely useful. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, special mention for the most wanted for the uh, foul blight spawn there. Yeah, I love the Blight Swamp. He is great. His ridiculous strength, seven AP, one damage, G-flamer. Yeah,
1: um, that's actually <laughs> the least ridiculous it's been in a whole edition in nine. There were all sorts of crazy things you could do with his flamer, but it's still yeah, it's very good. And obviously, you can have him poking out of a rhino, just hosing out the front. That's the nice thing with the Felblight Spawn as well. It Gives you an Overwatch Rhino, which we've seen used to good effect in in Thousand Suns as well.
0: All right. Um, so the list uh, I have taken this um, from. Oh, nice. Uh. Lester GT. I okay, say. Do. okay, do. Um Yeah. So uh, we've got three biologist putifiers. We've got a foul blight spawn. We've got a Chaos Lord and Terminator armor. A Lord of contagion with deadly pathogen, mm-hmm. uh, which is a plus one attack, plus one strength weapon. Yep. Um, and then plus two if you're on an infected objective. We've got typhus. Uh, ten plague marines with, as we said before, five plague of plague weapons, two blight launchers, three plasma guns, mm-hmm. um, two units of five. Uh plague marines, three of biotic weapons, one blight launch, two plasma guns. Another two units of five plague the same, but heavy plague weapons instead of the weapons. Three rhinos to put all of these marines in. Uh and then two units of three uh death route terminators for the Lord of Contagion and the Chaos Lord. Yeah. Two Plague World with NF cannons and one uh plague boss with plague spritters for holding object for home field hold- objective holding and just some uh nurglings to go be mission E pieces.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean this is this is very nice. I think we've seen a few lists that have experimented with more like go wide gun line death guard, I'm not convinced that's playing to their strengths. I like this where it's all about I'm just going to keep shoving very punchy durable dudes on all of those middle objectives all game and you simply will not beat me on primary unless you're able to clear me off in time. Um, and it's extremely hard to engage with them in that sense. So yeah it's a really cool list. Um, Typhus is great uh, particularly if you fight into stuff and you pick the minus one to your weapon skill ballistic skill with Typhus he also gives his unit a minus one to hit so effectively stuff is coming in and hitting you at basically minus two absolutely brutal makes certain units completely unable to scratch them in combat yeah, and Nurgling's do the um, really same nice and nerglings exactly so that, that's, that's one of the secret bits of tech in here obviously the extra AP is very nice into certain matchups but this ma- making your weapon skill ballistic skill worse is absolutely crushing into a whole bunch of armies and puts them in a
0: really vulnerable spot yeah I mean, you know, just if you're hitting on fours, all of a sudden you're hitting on sixes, and you exactly can't, you can't, you, just, you literally cannot path.
1: scratch them. You cannot scratch them. So, you know, this, this is the kind of the sneaky return of Death Guard durability. It's through the medium of debuffs rather than just raw stat tech on the toughness. They are which, still tough, but which they are. I prefer actually. I just much prefer. It it's cl- it's clever. I think there's layers to it. I think they're beginning to figure out a cool set of
0: rules for Death Guard, um, and that's really exciting. I've always been a real big fan of factions that are like. We're going to drag you down to our level yeah. rather than... That's exactly and that's how Nurgle
1: no, should be, right? This kind of... You try and get to grips with them and you find yourself enfeebled and weaker. Than, and they are. They've always... There should be the army that you dread engaging at close range. That's what they're about. That's their yeah. whole lore. You know, the, the kind of shuffling,
0: inexorable march of doom. And as soon as you get near it, it's over. Yeah. All right. Um, so tips and tricks here. So infected um, objectives, really important that you know how effective objectives work because, um, because so we, we, the detachment rule for, detachment rule, yes, detachment rule mm-hmm. for these guys, um, when they hold an objective in the uh, start it's type your uh, start or end of a turn,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it becomes sticky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you if the opponent takes that objective off you, it remains infected until the start or end of the next turn, which mm. is really important because if you if you say if you have got five plague marines on an objective and then you charge your uh, exalted eight bound on that objective, even though you've taken that objective off of them um, because you have more OC on it, mm-hmm. it's still going to be infected. So mm. it's still going to be um, it, it's still going to be getting the, giving them the buffs for mm. the. Um, for all the stratagems, yep. um, it's still going to be giving you the minus one toughness or mm-hmm. and whatever else the disease they have, mm-hmm. um, so it's really important. Um, and then the other thing that infected objectives do that's really frustrating is because you don't control an objective until the start or end of your next turn you can't do a cleanse on an objective that you take off of Death Guard in the same turn because you don't control it. Exactly. You had to think about that one for a second, didn't you? No, no, it's just good.
1: It's just powerful. It's yeah, powerful so enough.
0: it makes it makes fixed objectives a lot more difficult against Death Guard. Um, so, because that t- just takes one away that you can do, and, and which is one that you would probably want to take, because Assassination is generally so good against Death Guard because they have so many characters. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend taking Cleanse against Death Guard, because it's really hard to score. Mm. Um... um Next up, we got uh, what's it? Uh, so yeah, the objectives I mentioned are stronger. Basically, if you fight them on their objectives, Death Guard, they want to sit on the midfield and control those objectives and just sit there and wait for you to come to them. If you want to fight them, that's fine. They've got to fight first. If you don't, they'll just shoot you with all the special weapons they have mm. and indirect. Um, so ultimately, you will have to end up. Doing something about them on there, they're not going to come to you. Yeah, that's it. They they will just sit on the whole midboard. That's yeah, where they're going to be. Just win so the you, game. Yeah. You have to be able to do something about that. Uh, there's a lot of potential for mortal wound output with this army um, to the point where it's like thousand sun esque. Yeah. Uh, if you know if you know what you're doing. Yep. Um, the uh, a lot of the characters just do mortal wounds when they take wounds. The Lord of Contagion, mm-hmm. the um, Chaos Sword and Terminator armor stuff like that. Um. Typhus obviously does a lot of mortal wounds as well. Yeah. The grenade stratagem does so many mortal wounds as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you get if you get
1: close with a big to hard target, it will get hosed down very aggressively. That's, yeah. That, that's very much
0: how they work. Uh, and then uh, lastly, you got all the character buffs on these units. Yep. There's a bunch of bunch of different characters. They'll give very powerful buffs, particularly the plague marines. Um, and it's a really good idea that you know what each one does. Um, yep. when you're setting up your game, basically. Um, any 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 more? Th- I I haven't thought of there Tom. No, I think I think that's the key thing. I think this is, and I mean, they're a bit of an unknown
1: entity at the moment. That's where people are going to fall down into them. Um, and it is, yeah, it's it's a brilliant debuffing army that will hurt you a lot if you come in close, and requires very significant amounts of respect to deal with.
0: Yeah, I guess the uh, the long and short of it is, if you can shoot them off. Off. That is always the preference, yeah. Killing them at <laughs> yeah.
1: range is definitely the preference without a doubt. Yeah. Or anything that ignores modifiers to their characteristics is also very nice. So if you also take very, for example the Grim Demeanor Hearthguard squad connecting, doesn't care so much about Death Guard because it's ignoring all of the things they're trying to do to worsen the characteristic. So the, the upgrades like that are extremely important where you can get them. Um, yes. a solid meta pick against Death Guard, I would say. Yeah, completely. So that's that's a tool you can definitely have. Obviously, they too are just Marine bodies, so good artillery is very strong into them. Things like Guard artillery, I think, at a distance where they're not going to be being debuffed by all of the changes to their stat lines, are, are going to give them a hard time. Um, and you also want to make sure that their their killer units don't connect and get too close to your important stuff. So you need to be screening out things like the Death Shroud and the Death Shroud love rapid ingress, they're slow, so they want to drop in via rapid ingress, so control the space with chaff, throw, the, throw it out so they can't just deep strike in wherever they want, make sure they don't get a deep a Death Shroud squad down one side of your or in behind your army. Um, and with the Plague Marines, yeah, either contain the Rhino and block where they can go, Or get them drawn out and then deal with them once they're on the ground. Because they are, Blade Greens die. Once they're on the ground and you can isolate them, they do die. Um, Where they don't die is in combat. (laughs) Or in a rhino. Or in a rhino. So you need tools for that. But again, popping rhinos is the name of the game right now, right? There's so many rhinos around. uh, It's a very, very important part of, of playing the game.
0: All right. Um and yeah,
1: he's getting excited. Here we go. <laughs> yes,
0: so uh, let's put on to the last faction that we have set up for today, the yeah. Adeptus Sororitas. Um, so. Um, as I say, these sets are a little bit lower than what they um, are now because it's yep. a week out of date, um, yep. and they did very well uh, uh, this last weekend. They're in blue. Um, mm. So we got uh, they performed best against Chaos Space Marines. They're one of the only factions in the game that has a positive win rate against Chaos Space Marines at the moment. Um, so it's worth putting on there. As I said before, um, I don't. I tend not to put Eldar and Chaos Space Marines on these. Um, Perform best and worst against because. Otherwise, they'd be on every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be pointless. Uh, but in this situation, it's so rare for Chaos Space Marines to have a, 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 something that they're bad against that is mm. worth putting on here. Mm. Um, so a 55% win rate there. Um, we have a 67% win rate into Tau Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a sixty-one percent win rate in two thousand suns. Mm. Um, in terms of what they don't like, um, they have a forty-six percent win rate into orcs, mm-hmm. a thirty-one percent win rate into dark angels, and a thirty-five percent win rate into death guard. Okay. Uh, and then their overall win rate is fifty-two. Mm. Their play rate, excuse me, is two percent, and they have four event wins, which is the th- uh, fourth highest of any faction yeah. in the it's game. It's creeping up at the moment. Creeping up
1: at the moment, sisters. Yes. So. So CSM is interesting. I mean, they've got good ways of trading with CSM. If you want uh, the in-depth on this, then we we did a show with Vic Vijay for State of Play talking about Depth of Sororitas. So I highly recommend checking that out if you want to hear about the CSM matchup in some depth. Uh, Tao Empire. I mean, Tao don't love lots and lots of artillery and very durable bricks. And then stuff being able to just make charges on you when it wants to. Do they, Jack? That's a bit rough. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of the biggest things that Tao will struggle to deal with in this situation is um, is the Arcliffe Vigilance. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. Because they were four Feel No Pain. Um, they're just going to shrug off a lot of the damage they take um, yeah. from that, that big unit. And because Tau can't split fire, they can mm-hmm. probably only manage to kill one of those units in a turn. Yeah. So that's not um,
1: giving them enough time to deal with everything else, is it?
0: Yeah, because yeah, they won't, if you're just hiding behind a building on UKTC terrain, then there isn't much Tau can do about it without getting mm-hmm. into your deployment zone, mm-hmm. um, which you know is easier said than done. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of the time they will connect. And just through sheer weight of... Um, dice they will take down crisis suits and stuff like that because they never free yeah, yeah. up save yeah um yeah, so um yeah the uh so that i mean that makes that makes sense to me um also the the it's very easy to make long charges with adeptus or test particularly on the uk tc yeah that's exactly um, it. FA, faq um mm-hmm. you know your nine inch charges are a 3 plus 3 rollable for sisters it so it's very easy it's to make insanely those mainly
1: good and that yeah so that suddenly um, that definitely makes it worse uh, without a doubt um, Thousand Suns an interesting one I'm not that familiar lot, with Thousand lot of a lot of anti in sisters uh, across some of the keywords so they can snipe out all of the sorcerers and all the characters very happily with in combat and at range yeah, Magnus is just going to die like a little bitch because lots of anti-psycha dev wounds going into him Um, And I think the other, I mean, Exorcists are also, you know, Thousand Tons don't like Artillery very much. Uh, And Exorcists will just open up things like Rhinos and and start bullying all of their units, put them on the clock, force them to play aggressively. Then I imagine Arcoflations just go in and rinse everything, basically.
0: (laughs) So thinking about this um, Chaos Space Ring one quickly, do you think that the reason that this win rate is so high is because normally you'll see Chaos Space Marines on the top tables, right? Yep on the sort of the top sort of range. So do you think that this is a high win rate because you have very good players at the moment. Just I'm just playing Devil's Advocate. They got yep. very good players at the moment on sisters. that are yep. going to have to play against Chaos Space Marines a lot.
1: Yeah, I think so. And also some of the well at least two of the current top Sisters players are CSM players who've just who have jumped over briefly for one reason or another. So they know the matchup extremely well as well. Um, so I think I think there is a, an element
0: of that. Because um, uh, CSM is the the faction that uh, the sisters have played most into.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It, you know, CSM are one of the most common armies out there right now. Um, so, yeah, I think that's very much it have seen is saying, sisters have got great fight phase control. Yeah, exactly. So they, yeah, they, I was going
0: to co- cover that in the Tips and Tricks. A lot they, of can blunt,
1: stuff. they can blunt some of the melee, which is worth it's worth talking about why Orcs, Dark Angels, and Death Guard perhaps do a little bit, bit better. So I think the key things there would be Orcs have lots of fight on death, so they will obviously go in and trade with you regardless, and they have so many units that they can just body you, um, and they'll go through Arco with sheer weight of numbers and attacks. Dark Angels, again, I think the minus 1 AP Deathwing brick is quite good. At blunting things like the Legendance, and it also tanks most of the kinds of guns Sisters have, things like Exorcists and Melters, etc., don't really do great into them. Obviously with Death Guard, what you can do, Death Guard just, uh, I guess, would just be shelling the Crusaders um, once they're committed, we'll talk about Crusaders in a minute, but if you've got a play burst mortar, you just kill the Crusaders before you fight into an area, and then obviously that's less of an issue, and uh, lots of mortal wounds and sniping for picking off their characters and other things as well. And I would imagine Sister's combat output really drops off as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's go on to the, the next one here. So uh, Most Wanted, uh, as we mentioned before, Exorcists. Um, yeah. Do you want to I mean, cover this page, Tom? I've done a lot. Yeah, talking. sure. I, I mean, look, look, look yeah,
1: Exorcist is a really good tank. It was one of the data sheets we identified as being crazy when the edition dropped. It's just got a really good anti-tank gun um, that is... Yeah, extremely effective at picking up enemy vehicles. So three of them, just slightly shorter range on them than some of your anti-sort uh, of artillery guns, but they'll just shove forward, start popping rhinos, picking up any kind of enemy artillery, and allowing you to control the board. So yeah, they're they're really really strong, really really good for arquebusiers. Okay, yeah, so I mean. 30 of these cost the same as a single brick of aberrant. Uh, and 30 of these nets you 60 wounds with a 4 up feel no pain. A single brick of aberrant uh, nets you 30. So, same cost, double the wounds. Not bad at all. Very nice amount of durability to shove on points. Incredibly under costed. Um, lots and lots of attacks. High volume. Can have plus 1 to wound. No AP on these is the killer thing, right? Not having. That's where they, they, they do struggle into some armor, but their main job is as a tar pit and just holding ground and shoving things up anyway.
0: It's very strange to say um, how a toughness Stream, no armor unit, has very high durability for the points. It's insane, but that's, right? That's just where we are with sisters and how they yeah,
1: work. Yeah, and also, I think in this current edition and into a lot of the main threats in the game so much damage gets through so it's about how much of the damage that gets through are you saving and in this case it's 50% <laughs> that's not bad right even you know the, so that it's it's a strange one in that sense um but it's yeah it's definitely very effective And yeah, they're they're, they're extremely cheap, definitely too cheap, and they just mean you just shove out this this anvil for the enemy army to to bounce off of whilst you kind of cut them up with other units. And then you've got your Battle Sisters, Palatine, Dialogus. There's a sort of trick here, again, you can hear Vic talk about it on our Sisters State of Play, where you're just going to slap through very high damage melter shots, more or less on a whim. Um, And the Palatine in combat, yeah, is very good for precisioning and chopping up enemy characters. So there's a lot of combination play in here, it's a very janky, tricksy index. Uh, and it has all the right tools for getting it done in the current metagame.
0: Yeah. Um, so the list that I've put is Vic VJ list. Hey, um, there he is. It was too too low of a hanging fruit for me not yeah, to take exactly. that one. Yeah, exactly. Got to do it. Um, and a lot of lists are starting to look like this one anyway, so I thought it would be worth taking a look at. Uh, so we've got Saint Celestine and a Triumph. Um, we've got Canoness Palatine with the Blade of Saint Eleanor, which gives you plus one attack and strength i believe and every successful wound you have gives you a mortal wound in addition um and you know if you have precision from epic challenge those do go into the uh character that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> uh, then we've got the um dialogius for for turning your miracle dice into sixes we've got two units of battle sisters mm-hmm. with multi-meters metal guns and condemned and bolt guns for those thousand sons mm. we've got three units of 10 arc two units of two crusaders five seraphims a castigator with a battle cannon three exorcists an immolator and two rhinos
1: yeah it's a really good list it spreads the threats really really wide um it's The Castigate is just a nice little hard target removal. The Crusaders are in there for tricks I assume we're going to talk about at the moment. Um, Archiflagellant's run up the board and you've got your high precision damage. There's some nice tricks. I mean, the the thing with this is is all the characters can play a sneaky fake trading game where they draw damage out, then they get back up anyway. Celestine's very good for this. Um, And it can cover the board, spread out, and really push you off the objectives. It's extremely
0: strong. All right, and um, I think we're going to go to the last slide because probably where we're going to spend most of our Paint time. Paint Telestine
1: also says uh, no Val in Most Wanted is sad. Paint Telestine, win Coventry GT with Val, and then we'll talk. Um, so we have tips and tricks. Do you, want, do you want to lay this on us, Jack?
0: So I think it's really important if you're playing against sisters to realize that they're probably one of the trickiest armies in the game right now. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They, I don't think they have anything that's just like straight out broken tricks like like Eldar has had and currently has, I've um,
1: yeah, a little bit,
0: but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> we, uh,
1: broken is a matter of perspective, right? Yeah.
0: I think uh, it's just cause you pay for it. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity cost here. It doesn't, it's not yeah, basically yeah. free. No, um, sure. so it, it, I think it's really, it's really, really easy to get caught out by sisters. Cause there's mm-hmm. a lot of stratagems that, uh, can really screw you over. And the way that say the triumph can work and stuff like that, um, so the first one's Rejoice the Fallen. If you kill a model in a battle sister squad, that battle sister squad gets to shoot you back. Mm. So if your tank kills seven battle sisters out of a battle sister squad, the multi-melter and the melter gun are going to shoot you back. Yeah. And they're only going to use miracle dice for it. And yep. they're going to be sixes automatically yep. because of the Dialogus. And those sixes will be lethal yep. because of the Palatine. Yep. You know? All those, uh, <laughs> Big V J is in the chat and we have stolen his list shamelessly, so he's just. Yeah,
1: um, army, don't worry about them. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. okay. There's absolutely no problems. No problems. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs>
0: um, right. So, uh, yeah, so you'll be really careful what you kill in, mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in Sisters. The other thing you need to be. There are other units that that's really important against as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you do take more than Val's unit, all of those, um, Nundums are armed mm-hmm. with multi melters and missile launchers, which you oh, do okay. not want to shoot Ponomally, if you kill one Ponomally of those. Good. Yeah, yeah. But not kill one yeah. of those. And Let's then the rest kill, of the unit,
1: with full re rolls. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you don't you don't want that. Um No you don't. Then we've got uh a lot as I said, it was mentioned before, a lot of combat phase control. They do have plus one to wound. Um they get in the detachment anyway, but they can have it whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a full fight on death. No four-up you fight on death. It's just a full fight on death. Yeah. Um, and then you also have suffering and sacrifice, which basically, as a what the strat does is, you pick a unit that's in combat with an enemy unit, and then that unit can only hit the combat the unit you have selected if it's an yep. engagement range. And so um,
1: this is this is insanely powerful.
0: Yeah. Insanely powerful, particularly when you combine it with something like um, heroic intervention. Yep. So, you know, you charge those eight bound into something or the Incarn into something, and mm-hmm. then you rapid in, uh, um, uh, heroic intervene with your Crusaders and your Crusaders go in there, their little 30-point unit, 40-point yep. unit, whatever it is, <laughs> um, goes in and it's like, well, you have to attack us now. Yep. Um, and then those 10 uh Arc of Vigilance just get to swing and do whatever they want. Mm. Um, because it's effectively... You can protect a lot of units in that in that sense, because, you know, if you multi-charge even a, even a fight-first unit, right? Let's take a look at that, that Plague Marine unit, right? You charge mm-hmm. two units of Arco for Genesis in there. Well, you're going to take a lot of wounds in return from, from the Plague Marine with their fights first. Um, or core berserkers with the master of executions is another good example of a, of a strong fights first unit or any custodians unit. you take a lot of wounds in return. So what you can do is if you charge in, you put in say two units of Archive and a or one unit of Archive, sorry, two units of Archive and that's it. One of them you can say, Well, I force you to fight this unit of gelants yeah. and then I'm gonna put a fight on death on them. Yeah. So you have to so you're gonna kill that unit of Arcotherance and not the other one, and they're both going to get a swing at you, even though you have five first. Um, so, you know, they have a lot of ways to, to screw over a lot of people. If you're not careful, if you really don't know what you're doing or what you're dealing with, um, they're mm. really going to pull your pants down.
1: And I think I think a lot of the time even if you do, because on, on certain kinds of terrain where you can just hide all of this away, be on all of the objectives and say if you do try and engage with you, that's going to happen to you. I'm, I'm interested to see what the solutions for a lot of armies are in the case of that. I think it's extremely difficult to deal with.
0: Right. Uh, and then I guess the last one that uh, can be quite annoying is the uh, Light of the Emperor to ignore stat modifiers. Um, yeah, not bad, is, huh? Yeah, which is uh, quite a nice little trick to pull out of nowhere. Especially should be playing things like Death Guard, which is what Absolutely. we spoke about. People. Absolutely, Absolutely. Um, and then Miracle Dice shenanigans is the last thing I put on yeah. this list. On top of that, a...
1: they, have, they have Miracle Dice. They have Fate Dice, right? They have, yeah, they have it's a such... lot of tricks and tools going
0: on here. Yeah, it's such a huge breadth and width of, of things that you can do yeah. with Miracle Dice. As we said before, um, UKDC FAQ on Miracle Dice is that if you use Miracle Dice for a roll and then re-roll it, you keep the, any Miracle Dice you use in the roll. So yeah. if you use a charge, use a 6 for one of them, you can keep that on a re-roll. Um, yeah. so this, very powerful. This, this
1: will reach you and things dropping down from reserves will reach you. Yeah. Uh, you have to play on that basis. It makes things incredibly efficient.
0: Yeah, it basically it kind of just makes screening all the more important, really. Yep. Um, but uh, yes. Um, so uh, another great point from the chat there, um, like the emperor. Should you fail a battle test, you can use that to. Uh, or I guess this is just. Uh, it basically works like an, uh, a pass because it stops you. Yeah. Your OC, you, your your OC doesn't get modified. modified. Yeah, it's, it's extremely yeah. useful. So obviously before you fail it because otherwise you wouldn't be able to use a stratagem on that unit uh but <laughs> that's um i think that's that's most of what i had in my head and um, the mm. problem is is that for everything that i can think of there's probably something else that a really good sisters player is going to think of it's the guy i've not thought say. of yet yeah exactly <laughs> there's, there's,
1: it's a huge toolkit an incredible toolkit of an index that i think Um, has found a couple of ways around its predominant challenges, which is simply high toughness. It's got a few ways around that now. And it has enough ways to block and bog down and play the mission regardless anyway. Um, And it'll be interesting to see how they handle this going forward. I think this is one of the indexes that actually has some questionable things going on in it, in terms of how how it interacts with the rules, but we'll have to see what they do long term. It's only just... um, I think the... Yeah, interesting thing. We think about all three of these armies are all having a decent time at the moment. They're all quite fighting Get involved. Very
0: uh, What's up? We okay, we we didn't catch any of that, mate. You were completely lagged out, roboting away. So. Oh
1: no, that's a shame. There's there a right. lot of
0: really good there. <laughs> we didn't catch any of it. I'm sorry. No, mate. that's fine. That's fine. Um, so
1: when when did I when did I disappear?
0: Uh, basically, from when you start talking there.
1: Oh, that's a real shame. <laughs> so, man. pretty much the
0: whole thing. Um,
1: oh, okay. Sisters are very good. Um, let's yeah. see how it all plans out. It's okay. a real shame.
0: Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the, uh, the only problem sisters have ever had in 10th edition is that um, better factions exist. Yep. For, sure. For a long time, better factions existed um, and then no one played sisters. Yep. Because really, they haven't changed very much. Um, they got a couple of points drops, but basically stick the same i think Extremely they've just been I, and I think they've, they've just been like, slept on if,
1: if they're left alone in the slate they'll be even stronger um because mm-hmm. you assume that the slate comes for their stronger opponents and then i think they look really good
0: okay um well i think that's everything we had to cover today yep um tom thanks for being with me despite no, the no uh worries. The sorry issues. i was only
1: there at times uh thanks <laughs> for putting up with it and doing a good job as always jack enjoyed it
0: oh okay um yeah, thanks um, everyone for tuning. In. There's a lot of people in here today, more than we usually get for Matchup Plus uh,++. Plus. I really appreciate yeah, I it. See so much excitement with it. Yeah, really appreciate all the chat, guys. Um, if there's any factions you'd like us to cover on future episodes of Matchup Plus Plus, please uh, put them in the comments below and let me know. I want to know what people want to see, and then we can just cover the <laughs> we can cover those first and make sure we get all those uh, highly wanted factions out of the way. And then uh, beyond that, like subscribe, all that YouTube nonsense. Um, exactly. But I think uh, we'll get going, because um, we've got to get out of here before the uh, the real podcasters show off and kick yeah, us out of the studio.
1: Two more hours till Maynard at 8.30, so we'll see you all then.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, guys. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye.